to IP over coffee, your weekly coffee break where you will learn about the fun part of intellectual property rights. I'm Alena Kapachova and I am Maria Gomez and we are the host of the podcast. In this coffee break, we will provide you with some tips and tricks about intellectual property rights on top of interesting legal cases. Grab your coffee, tea or drink of preference and let's start. Welcome to another episode of IP Over Coffee. Hello, Alena. How are you? I'm doing very well. And how are you, Maria? Good too, good too. Very excited about this case. Um, Even two cases today, actually. actually. Yeah, two cases about a specific uh, company, Ferrari. Yeah, and the topic will be um, connected to the social media and online world. So lots of interesting information today. Yes. So probably everyone who is listening to us knows who Ferrari is, uh, but let's let's explain it just in case someone yeah. doesn't know who Ferrari is. So, Elena, Ferrari is a company selling these beautiful luxury sports cars, but also merchandise. Yeah, and merchandise uh, do they produce them themselves? They do create their own merchandise, but also they license their trademarks, like the Ferrari trademark or the logo with horse for third parties, which are other companies, that can use these uh, logos and trademarks in the products that they have specifically agreed. And these second third parties actually create the products and even sell them. Like Yeah, yeah, basic. Uh, probably you, you've seen such uh, products, perhaps uh, caps or glasses yeah. in the airport or somewhere else. So that's a pretty pretty normal way to sell and merchandise by the big uh, brands. Yeah. So we are going to talk about Ferrari, which is quite uh, famous in the legal world for its very... Uh, litigious. Litigious. Yes. Yeah. What is litigious? Is being quite aggressive in enforcement, protecting their intellectual property rights, which is a good thing. Everyone needs protection of intellectual property. It's true that here there can be different approaches. Some companies prefer to be more aggressive when they protect others. They want to be more friendly. Um, there's no a good or bad, but sometimes that kind of strategy can interfere with your customers and yeah that's that's a quite a complicated yeah. topic but uh because of uh, ferrari tries to protect intellectual property rights we have this very cool topics to discuss today and very yeah. interesting cases so, so the first one uh we're going to talk about ferrari versus uh dead mouse this is a canadian dj if you're not very into electronic music you might not know him but I really recommend you to put that mouse. You like, you like him, his music? Yeah, he, he's very good. And I'm sure you have listened to his music, but you just... Yeah, I just didn't know. Yeah. yeah, he has a lot of famous stuff out there. So cool. just type that mouse, uh, which is that M-O-5, how you spell it, and listen to some of his music. It's really good. So so what happened? That was uh, six years ago, 2014. Yes. So then Mouse, this uh, Canadian DJ, he bought a Ferrari 458 and he customized his Ferrari with uh, the drawings of the Nyan Cut. I the we will Nyan post yeah, yes. We will post uh, a link to the Nyan Cut page. Nyan Cut uh, is actually a drawing of a cut with a pop tart shooting a rainbow behind him and with, with pixels. very funny music. It, yeah, very funny music. It's really cute. 
we recommend you to check the, the link and get that tone into your head. It's really cute. Um, so he was, uh, he created this customization of his own car and he was having a YouTube channel where, um, Dead Mouse DJ would get people, famous people into his uh, car and go for a coffee and he would interview them. So that car became quite famous. Uh, famous also. Not. Yeah. But it became even more famous when he was participating in the race Gumball uh, 3000. Yeah. Before starting this podcast, I didn't really know much about that. Yeah. Me neither, to be <laughs> honest, maybe because we're not into cars. So for Yet. everyone who loves cars, probably knows about the Gumball 3000. This is a 3000 miles race, uh, motor rally, they call it themselves. And celebrities participate and they, mm-hmm. they participate with their own cars. And Dead Mouse actually won this race at in, in 2014. Yes. Yeah. Him with his partner, uh, and with this nine cat branded Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which was actually renamed into Ferrari. Exactly. He renamed into Ferrari instead of Ferrari. So let's, why did exactly Ferrari got a bit pissed with that mouse uh, because of this Ferrari? Yeah, the, the the thing of customization and making it so cute and interesting of your own car, of course, it is allowed because as soon as you bought a product, a car, this is your own, you can do whatever you want. But the um, problem started when that mouse put their this car on sale as an advertisement on Craigslist Canada. It's yeah. a big uh, uh, website where you can put advertising and yeah. sell anything. It's, yeah, it's a marketplace. So when he won the Gumball 3000 after the, 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 the race, he actually posted this advertisement on Craigslist and he, he showed his car and he was selling it in Toronto. So um, Ferrari US sent him um season this is letter and what is season this is letter for our it's, it's actually a letter that a company in this case sends you to stop infringing something so they ask ask, ask you to stop doing what you're doing and sometimes they also may ask for some kind of compensation or something mm-hmm. but in this case they wanted him to uh, not sell his car with this customization because the customization included the change of name. The logo Ferrari was turned into Ferrari. Yes, and even the horse, the exactly. famous logo Ferrari, was turned into a cat. Exactly. So that was a completely different... It looked completely different. So when you actually change someone else's trademark... And you put that product in for sale, you're using it in commerce. So then you are infringing that trademark. Yes, uh, a basic legal rule for trademark infringement, what is allowed, what is not. As soon as something is related to commerce, this is when you usually need to ask a trademark owner for permission. Yes. Because the Ferrari was not sold uh, with intent for making customization and reselling it yeah. with the different marks. So this is basically why it all started, even though that Mas was not really happy about that. So he in his Twitter, he posted <laughs> quite angry messages, like, yes. uh, and didn't understand, he didn't un- uh, maybe understand that completely why it was not legal. And it's, of course, it's obviously not really clear for many people 
why you yeah. cannot customize your own product and resell it. Yeah. So what's here the legal uh, reasoning that would be? That a trademark infringement. Yeah. Plain case. The only thing is that he was not very happy and actually uh, he later uh, posted a picture of his uh, Ferrari um, 458 without the customization because they yeah. could actually remove the stickers. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, it was just stickers. Then. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really, I'm, I'm not very knowledgeable of how you make these customizations, but he could remove and mm-hmm. he showed the mountain of the product yeah. removed and the Ferrari just in white. And he was like, are you happy, Ferrari? Uh, yeah, yeah, so basically uh, he did uh, follow the advice, the request from Ferrari. So this case didn't get into court. Yes, luckily, because going to the courts, of course, it will t- take more time and more and expenses. <laughs> yes, for both parties. So this stopped um, at that point. So we have a case that went into court. Yes, and quite recent one, because it went to the court since last year, and we have a very new decision of 2020. 2000 this decision yeah. was in 2020 yes yes yeah the case started in 2019 and it's about philip plain who is a famous fashion high-end designer and he's selling clothing and accessories you can visit his website and his instagram account where he posts a lot of uh, pictures about the products about his life about his super stylish luxury life Yes, his Instagram account now at the day of, of this podcast has more than 2 million followers and the name of their Instagram account is Philip Plain. So the name of the designer is basically the name of the brand as well. Yes, is, it is. This is important to mention because this will uh, exactly what the court will also pay attention in their decision. Mm-hmm. So what did Philip Plain do to get Ferrari's attention? Basically, uh, last year in 2019, he posted a picture on his uh, Instagram account. As we mentioned, is his company's Instagram account because it's a brand. And he put a, placed a pair of sneakers saying that there was a new collection coming out. And where were these pair of sneakers, Elena? Yeah, the very beautiful sneakers in the green color, very specific uh, um, shade of green that were, the sneakers were placed on uh, one of uh, Ferraris that uh, Philip Line owns. Yeah. The Ferrari is in green color. So on this picture, which is now actually removed from his, from his account, but Uh, we have the screenshot, so you can also see it on our website, ipovercoffee.com. And uh, on his on that picture, you can see it sneakers put uh, on the car where you can see the horse logo of Ferrari and Ferrari is the name. So yeah, basically, you see both trademarks yeah. and you see the sneakers. So Ferrari was not very happy about this. Ferrari is a company. And why weren't the... the Why was Ferrari unhappy with this uh, picture? Yes, the issue here that the way uh, the sneakers were presented, of course, he, um, the sneakers, yes, the sneakers, yes. Um, this was the new collection, just this something new to be launched, and uh, but they, how it they were presented on this picture in relation to the Ferrari placed and the colors. It was all made an impression to the users of Instagram that perhaps it's a collaboration of Philippine with the with the Ferrari. So um, 
Uh, Philip Line received a season desist letter from Ferrari asking that asking him sorry to remove the picture from his uh, Instagram account, and he published this season desist letter. Yes, actually, that's quite important on his Instagram notice. account, yeah. and he was actually saying like, why do they give me an ultimatum to remove? The picture of this my is, personal Ferrari because this is my exactly. Ferrari. I bought it with my money, and they don't want me to publish my sneakers with my Ferrari. So he was very, very uh, angry <laughs> with the situation, and he actually asked for an apology from the CEO of Ferrari. Um, but the case did not settle, like, and it the season this letter was not. Accepted. sufficient yeah, yeah. or yeah um so they went into court yes so there was there was no this in agreement between yeah. them and uh ferrari continued uh, with the court case in italy uh there were uh two hearings of the court that's for more legal stuff uh but in february 2020 uh, the final decision one was made where ferrari won yeah so you may ask, why did Ferrari won if, uh, sorry, win, uh, if, um, the Ferrari was bought by Philip Lane with his own money and he was using it on his account? Which is quite interesting because, uh, this kind of decision explains and, uh, shows how important is the understanding of, of using other trademarks on your social media yes. accounts, especially if you're a big brand, especially if you're an influencer, for example. Yes. So this is where it comes into the picture. If the use of this third-party trademark, Ferrari in this case, mm -hmm. is using commerce or not. So but did the course say something specifically about his personal account? Because this is something that was mentioned in their reply to the letter that it is my personal account. I'm showing my products. Yes. So problem? Philip Lane considered his brand account being also his personal account. And yes. it's probably both. That's okay. But the court considered that the account is, uh, has commercial use because it's used for publicity of his work as a designer. So yes. he considers that, uh, the court considers that he's an influencer and he's actually using in commerce for his own uh, brand, the account. Therefore, there was publicity and you were using in a publicity post, you were using another party's uh, trademark, in this case, Ferrari, without the permission of Ferrari. And yeah. they didn't want that kind of endorsement. So. And what is uh, the association, basically? So yeah, this they kind didn't of want collaboration. Yeah. yeah, because it's it's very common on Instagram to see their big brands or influencers showing other products of other companies. Yeah, making collaborations. Yes, yeah, that's pretty Correct. common. Mm -hmm. And it's good if you are authorized, if both parties agree. The problem is when you didn't get that authorization and issues like this come, if you maybe answer the season this letter and negotiate wouldn't be it's possible. probably a yeah, better it wouldn't be possible by Philip Lane to of course the, the sneakers had this specific green color green yeah, but shade the color of, was not protected yes yes so if if he would present the sneakers in other way not putting on Ferrari that would it be fine then well if he's not using another party's trademark that mm -hmm. could be good uh, but it wasn't what it happened and we just need to get into what actually happened yes so in this case yeah uh, the interesting part 
of this case is that the Genovese uh, court in Italy considered that influencers are their accounts on Instagram or anywhere yeah. in social media are use of commerce. And I think maybe this part with having a bit different, uh, or this case specifically, could have been different in another country. We don't know because yeah. it didn't happen that way. Yeah. But it's very interesting because this opens a lot of Discussion. questions. Yeah, how especially for our online world where influencers are using brands and endorsement of other brands, yes. collaboration a lot. And it's very important to know what are the limits. Yes. So when are you doing this in a legal way and when do you need to ask a permission from the yes. owner? Exactly. So let's go for our tips then, Elena. Yes. <laughs> Great. So I think we can summarize these two cases about Ferrari into three good tips, right? Yes. What would be the first one? The first is that customization of the products are completely okay unless they are used in commerce. So if you're using your customized product in a commercial way, so you're selling or putting a play or or putting it online, uh, asking for uh, bidding for, for that, this would be a trademark infringement. So if you customize a product, you can use it only for your own personal use. Yes, because there's no trademark infringement if there's no commercial use. That's the second tip that is really important. So if you use someone else's trademark on, let's say, you make a costume using someone else's trademark and you use it on Halloween for you, that's fine. But if you try to sell it on Etsy, for example, then that's using commerce. So be careful when you use someone else's trademark. If it's privately, fine. If there's any commercial use or you're just making publicity, that's commercial use. Even advertising for your commercial activity is considered as use in commerce. So be careful with that. And the third one, the third piece of advice we will really want to bring into the picture is influencers in the online world and using other people's trademarks. Yes, exactly. Are base actually influencers in danger using other people's trademarks? On their yes, account? they are in danger, <laughs> in danger within um, reasonable limits. Okay, if they legal if, danger. Yes, if you understand the basic rules of following um, their guidance of and intellectual property rights, and then it will be fine. But sometimes it can be confusing. So if you are doubting. Ask the owner of the trademark or the owner of the, in this case, trademarks, because we're talking only about trademarks. Ask the owner if you can use it uh, on your account. You may not get an answer or you may get an answer. And better to be safe than sorry. Yeah, that's true. Because the accounts of influencers or any brands are commercial in their nature, so the followers of such accounts could be easily confused when seeing any other trademarks uh, brands putting together on that account uh, of in thinking perhaps of our collaboration with that influencer yeah. or brand. So this confusion of, that could be an endorsement is what trademark law tries to avoid. Exactly. Uh, so you need an agreement, you need authorization. 
We will make uh, an episode about influencers and, and IP rights. Social media because it has, <laughs> yeah, we have lots to talk about that. About yes, that. there's a lot to talk about and we understand that it's a, it's a situation that might be a bit difficult for some people. So we'll be very happy to answer any questions you may have. So contact us uh, on our website, ipovercoffee.com or in our social media platforms. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, IP over coffee. And we will be very happy to answer some of your questions. And discuss uh, any interesting other cases. In Yes. So thank you very much for listening to this episode of IP over coffee. Thank you and talk to you next Monday. Yeah, new episode next Monday. Thank you for listening to this episode. We share our notes on our website, ipovercoffee.com. Check it out if you want to learn more. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram as ipovercoffee. By the way, this podcast gives general information and cannot be considered as legal advice. Did you like this episode? Please subscribe and leave your feedback. We would love to hear from you. New episode next Monday.